Well, the way they pick TV shows is they make one show. That show's called a pilot. Then they show that one show to the people who pick shows. And on the strength of that one show, they decide if they want to make more shows. Some get chosen and become television programs. Some don't. Come nothing. Welcome to the seventh episode of the Pilot Season Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Jen. And this is the podcast that we watch the first episode of a series and convene to talk about it. And this week's episode was another Netflix original, Love. Pretty simple title. Um, Live, love, not live, love. Um co-created by Judd Apatow. It's kind of a big name, so it was kind of at least one name that I knew in this show. Um, starring Jillian Jacobs from Community, and that's about it. Yeah, I um, when I was looking for a show to watch, um, the fact that Judd Apatow had something to do with his show was a big reason for me selecting it because most of what he does I do tend to enjoy um, so I thought we would give it a shot and the the co-creator is also the co-star his name is Paul Rust um, I'm not familiar with him at all I don't um, but he's basically your your kind of nebbish Woody Allen looking type of character yeah um, n- normally on, on this show we talk about what uh, our prior history might be with with the the show we're, re- we're reviewing but in this one we have no prior history this is a this is a new show uh, I looked and it just it actually aired back in February oh really yeah I knew it was new um, <clears throat> I didn't do any hard investigation, so I didn't uh, see exactly when it came out, but um, I knew it was relatively new, and, and that was another reason that I chose it. Um, sometimes I kind of, like, go down that nostalgic road. I want to see whatever show from so many years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, you know, pick a broad range different shows from different times and different styles and things like that mm-hmm. um so yeah the fact that it was current was another reason I, I i selected it okay yeah and i think that's that's pretty fair that's what we're trying to do you know do a, like you said a broad variety of shows mm-hmm. um so this uh, from the title love and just from looking at it just on the surface, one would assume this is a romantic comedy. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm going to suggest that it is neither. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one. I, I really did not like this one. I, I didn't love it. Um, there, yeah, there. I didn't feel very drawn to any of the characters. Mm-hmm. There were some familiar faces in some of the smaller roles so 
a few people, and I, I don't know the actors' names um, for the most part, but when I saw a certain actor, um, like the Dr. Greg, mm-hmm. I recognized him from Master of None. And as soon as he came on the screen, I thought, oh, there's a guy I know. That's a guy I like. Cool. And I did that a couple different times with people that had some very small roles. Mm-hmm. And I, so I repeatedly had that feeling of, okay, I know you, and this is going to be good. But then it died. Like, each time it just died. Because yeah. overall, the show, it didn't give me anything to latch on to. It didn't mm-hmm. give me any reason to want to come back. Um, the characters... You know, I didn't fall in love with anybody on this show. The story was like okay. I don't know. Just I was a I was kind of disappointed, especially with Jillian Jacobs being in this. I really like her. Um, we, as you mentioned, we watched Community, and she was in that show, and I mm-hmm. I really like that show a lot. Um, you know, so I kind of had some high hopes. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when I saw that she was one of the two main stars of this mm-hmm. show. Um, well, but it kind of fell flat for me. Yeah. Well, let's let's back up a little bit to the to the two stars, Jillian Jacobs as Mickey and uh, Paul Rust as Gus. Um, I, Jillian Jacobs, yeah, she she uh, community was great. She was probably not my favorite character on that show, but she was part of a great ensemble cast of characters. So she was able to you know, to to survive on that show solely on the strength of the actors and the writing that she was surrounded with. I don't think she can carry a show. I, I don't think she's a like a powerful leading actress. Mm-hmm. And teamed up with uh, Paul Rust, who is, I think he is. If I'm, I'm going to guess it. He's mostly like probably behind the scenes. He's a creator. He's probably not. I'm sure he's done some acting, but you know, again, I've never seen him in anything other than this. So right off the bat, you're not starting off strong with your leads. I mean, you know, maybe if they had. You know, at least you know one half of this of of the duo was a bigger name or a stronger actor or actress. Maybe it would be something, but uh, neither of them were very strong or interesting. Uh, like you said, it just fell flat. Um, I thought Jillian Jacobs was basically playing the same character as she I did was from just, Community. I was going to say that. Um, just with more swearing and more sex. Right, because you can on Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Netflix, so you can get away with a lot. So the two main characters don't know each other um, until the very end of the first episode. They have... And that annoyed me. The the way they met? Well, the, the fact that you, know, you, you think that they're going to have some connection or their story is going to connect... It's some, something they're gonna you know, like. It's gonna be woven together in some way. They literally don't meet until the last minute of the show, mm-hmm. and in that, it's just they both happen to go to the same convenience store, uh, and he buys her uh, a coffee and a and a pack of smokes. 
And that is that is where this sh- the 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 episode ends with them in the convenience store. So I will admit that when I um, looked at the show and I looked at the Netflix like one sentence description of the first episode, I it wasn't like it it said oh these two people already know each other kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I in that one sentence I mistakenly interpreted that they kind of maybe did already know each other. Um, well, what what I thought was going to happen is because they they both have a common thread in that in the in the opening few minutes of the show, maybe like the first five to ten minutes, they're both in separate relationships, and then they both have breakups. Um, you see Gus moving into this apartment building or this apartment complex, and I thought in some you know in some way. I thought she was going to move in there. Like I, I thought there was gonna, I, I thought they were gonna connect sooner. Yeah. Because I, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, I'm still waiting for them to. Right. Because c- every so often they would show, um, you know, uh, some scenes where they would kind of jump back and forth between what they were both doing at that exact moment. Right. And like I, they were supposed to have some connection, but they don't. They don't. Yeah. And I, I so they both go through these breakups and. You know, you're you're kind of watching, you're toggling back and forth between her story and his story, and I see these parallels. It's like they're telling these parallel stories at the same time. They both break up, and they're kind of going through some crap, and um, you know, new new or adjusted living situations, and then they both have like the, this really super crazy thing happens, and they're then they both kind of go, oh my God, what am I doing at this weird, crazy thing? And then they end up at the convenience store. So it was like they built these two similar yet different kind of parallel stories Mm -hmm. and then made them meet at the end. Now, Gus breaks up with his girlfriend because she cheated on him, moves into this apartment, meets this whole crew of people, and the weird, crazy thing for him is that these two women propose a three-way with him which you could probably interpret you know i i don't know he's kind of a nerdy type character yeah this stuff doesn't happen to him on a daily basis right so you're watching this kind of go down and then one of them somehow mentions that they're sisters and that sort of wigs him out a little bit and he feels it's a little incestuous he cuts it off and i think it's just like he's having like a holy crap moment Mm -hmm. she has like a weird relationship with this boyfriend on and off again type of thing like a almost like a a, you know like friends with benefits type of thing like he just shows up his name's eric he's clearly a complete loser you get that from the moment he enters um and her they if you can say break up whatever she wants to get a roommate she tells she's interviewing a girl to be a roommate and she says i just don't want to live alone and so to piggyback off of what you said i thought they were going to meet sooner because i thought gus was probably going to get like fed up with his apartment complex or something and maybe he was going to respond to her ad for a roommate or something like that and i kind of felt like maybe i'll rewrite this one because that that sounds better to me (laughs) yeah exactly i kept waiting for something more interesting to happen other than they are two strangers at a convenience store like there was no i mean i'm not 
advocating a complete like kind of meet cute, but I mean I've been in situations where you know someone in front of me has been a dollar short at a store and I'll be like oh here here's a buck, and then we go our separate ways. So who's to say that this that exact same thing would not happen? I'm like there was absolutely nothing interesting about how they met, and like I said that the the episode ends so abruptly that. I was like, that's it? That that's how that's where they're gonna leave us. I think that that's their technique for wanting to get you to come back. Like, gee whiz, what's gonna happen next now that they're at this convenience store and she mm-hmm. forgot her wallet and he's offering to pay. I need to tune in next time and see how this turns out. But again, it just wasn't that exciting but i i feel like i need to just jump back for a minute and finish her Mm -hmm. story like her crazy thing if you will was the boyfriend ex-boyfriend eric whatever calls her to come to a place that she thinks is like a club Mm -hmm. um it turns out it's some kind of new age church yeah. like uh, religious type of situation he basically and finds Jesus right so he <laughs> wants her to be a part of that and he he apologizes for all the things that he's put her through and all this side note she's basically high when she gets there she's on two ambient yeah which I wrote she would not be able to function on yeah. two ambient is it like correct me here ambient is for sleep right I, a couple years ago I took half an ambient and I was out in 15 minutes. And so it's primarily prescribed oh, yeah. for sleeping. Am oh, I right? You, you are not supposed... Like, when you take an Ambien, you are supposed to prepare yourself. Like, you're supposed to already be in bed. Okay. Which she was. She, but she she takes an Ambien. She downs it with a glass of wine. Smart. Um, she lays there for, like, two minutes, decides to take another one. I'm thinking, this is... No. That, you know... And maybe she would be able to function for a little bit... But she, you know, she gets dressed. She leaves the house. She calls an Uber. She makes her way all the way to this New Age church. She would have been passed out in the back seat of the Uber um, within minutes. But oh, and then she she makes a call to. Um, she's given a, a task by her boss to uh, fire someone, and she does it from the Uber while like high on Ambien. Uh, I mean the. the her character, like I said, it, it's almost exactly the same. It's like she's the same character from Community in, in that she just does nothing but make bad decisions. And and that was where I wanted to circle back to as well because I I actually wrote <laughs> I wrote in my notes that she's a fuck up, and then <laughs> she went and called herself a fuck up, and that's essentially the character that she played in Community. Like she was. She didn't have a direction. She didn't know really what she wanted to do with her life, and she was just taking classes at the community college because she really wasn't sure, you know, what she was doing, and she kind of couldn't get her personal life together, her school life, her dating life, all the pieces of her life she couldn't get together. She, The character was Britta. Britta was a little bit more likable, but you're right. She wasn't the star of the show. She was part of a fabulous show, but... She didn't carry that show. No. Um, but I, I saw the same. I saw Britta today in Mickey in that same just like struggling to keep all the pieces of her life from just falling apart all around her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So maybe that's how she got cast in this role because um, they. I don't know. She played such a similar role before. 
and I was hoping that you know I, I just quickly looked the show up on IMDb, hoping that this was a case where maybe you know Judd Apatow he co-created it, but maybe that's where it ended. That you know how sometimes they'll put a big name on a project so people will be interested, but they really don't have a lot to do with the show itself. Right. You know like. Joss Whedon is the you know executive producer of Marvel's Agents of Shield, but he doesn't actually have anything to do with the day-to-day production of that show or the writing of that show, which is why it's kind of a crap fest. So I was kind of hoping that this was the same thing, but it looks like he has pretty much co-written this entire series with Paul Rust and one other person. So. I'm kind of disappointed. This is what, I mean, not that he hits things out of the ballpark with every project. I mean, I've seen some some really fun Judd Apatow stuff and some not so great. This is definitely not so great. This falls into that category. Agreed. It's just not, <laughs> not good. And there was, and I, I had a, I, I think there was stuff going on, and I don't know if you felt this way or if it was just me, that... I felt there was more um, winks and nods towards L.A. culture that I didn't really get, or maybe not, maybe not get, but just felt a little like a little too inside for me. The I did the main place where I where I felt that way, uh, main point in the story, I guess, is there's a brief scene where Gus goes out to eat. He's at a restaurant with two friends. And the friends are asking him, you know, how's it going at such and such apartment complex? Do you like it? And he says he doesn't really like it, but I don't really know where I should live. Da da da. And they kind of, and I forget the exact flow of the conversation, but you know, where should I live? Oh, how about this part of town? No, I think that's for like hipsters and yeah. I don't know where the nerd guys like me go yeah, he and says, where does a guy like me go and so they kind of mention like a couple different areas suburbs whatever of Los mm-hmm. Angeles and I was just kind of sitting there like am I supposed to think this is interesting or funny or mm-hmm. cute I'm not really sure because I don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. yeah it- that would be like if you know if, if we did a show and said, oh well, should you know should I live in Lawrenceville or should I live on the south yeah, side? I was just thinking that and like oh only hipsters go to Lawrenceville yeah. or only this or that like somebody who wasn't from Pittsburgh wouldn't have a clue what we were talking about. Right. Yeah, and and you can get away with that on if you have you know like on a show like Entourage where it is very much you know, the whole L.A. Hollywood culture. But you can get away with that because they had a good cast of, of actors and characters. Whereas this, like I said, you, I mean, I was grasping for anything to hold on to for this show. And, um, yeah, there was <laughs> just nothing. Yeah, it, in the very beginning, you said it was, you thought it was going to be a romantic comedy mm-hmm. and you couldn't really agree with either of those words really wasn't a comedy because I didn't find much to laugh about it was it was kind of it was just it was more depressing it was like they they chose to focus on the aspects of relationships when it's the worst when it's the absolute when you know when you're in the 
the dark days. Right. You know, rather than... And, and who knows, maybe as this show goes on, we will see some some better days ahead. But, you know, for your first show, you know, to to hook people, this is not really the way to do it. And it was... And it was 40 minutes long, and I, I think one of the first things I wrote as a note was, I, you know, I can't believe I've got it. You know, this is, we've got 40 more minutes of this, or <laughs> 30 more minutes of this. 40 minutes, I will never get back. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, perhaps down the road there will be romance. It would be more of a romantic comedy or whatever, but... There were times, like especially in the very beginning, you s- the scenes where Russ, Russ, Gus, sorry, Gus is with his girlfriend, and you think, oh, things are things are going pretty good because mm-hmm. she he basically says, let's move in together, and she says, mm-hmm. sure. And then cut to one month later, and she's basically admitting that she slept with someone else, so he breaks up with her and. Honestly, she was. She she seemed to not feel any remorse, and she mm-hmm. just came out of the gate like being a complete bitch to him. Um, when he was like, "Oh, I love you," and she's like, "You say I love you too much," and I was like, "Damn." <laughs> I mean, she just she wasn't a nice person at all. There was no romance that we saw, yeah. even in the one month, the you know time prior to. She cheated on him. It didn't look like they were... They were happier, you know, when when he proposed that they move in together. She seemed genuinely, like, into it. Now, to be fair, they were in the middle, literally in the middle of having sex when he said, let's move in together. Um, so who knows what she was thinking or feeling at that moment. Um, but yeah, the, as this show progressed... I, I was kind of keeping a mental tally, and it didn't seem like there was any, like none of the characters just seemed happy, you know, minus the like the throwaway college students that were having a you know a big end of semester blowout or whatever. Um, that was just a scene. That wasn't necessarily like character development. Uh, none of the like everyone was just miserable. Yeah. You know, except the 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 born again ex-boyfriend, I guess, you know, he found right. what he was looking for. But up to that point, I mean, he was he was a miserable loser. Um, you know, she, uh, Mickey's, you know, she's uh, just mostly seems unhappy with life, and she's on prescription drugs and taking Ambien. I was actually surprised, as we learned more about her, to find that she had a truly professional job I thought it was she was going to be some slacker she Mm -hmm. was going to be I don't even want to list like jobs to belittle someone but she's a she was a program manager yeah she worked for like a satellite radio company so you know I was like okay you know she's got a little bit going here but then again it was like not enough for me to latch on to because she was straight up miserable you know the whole using drugs that she got from her Neighbor, yeah, that, that was a whole weird scene. That random, also, like, I didn't know if that woman. I mean, she, yeah, she said. It, I mean, they were neighbors, but I didn't know if that was her kid or if she was watching someone's kid. I, I just really didn't. I wasn't sure either. The neighbor was there with a little boy, and I think, you know, that was supposed to be 
funny. The neighbor was yelling at the kid because yeah, the kid was, was like eating like the, dirt and whatever. Yeah, the obligatory it, like mom humor. Or something. It wasn't like that. May have been the funniest scene in the whole show, and it really wasn't even that great. But <laughs> I mean, the just the kid eating the dirt thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so she gets some Ambien from her neighbor, and you know she's had this messed up weird relationship with Eric who the more we see of him you know first he's sneaking in he's just like looking for sex but then he kind of never leaves yeah she, and she says you're not going to sleep here tonight and then again same thing cut, cut to, to one, one, one month later and he's still there he she knows he you know he uses drugs and she allows it you know I guess mostly because she's got problems of her own that she has to yeah she seems to complain but then she it really isn't much better yeah so and yeah he was kind of just an all-around loser his his mom was going to take him to the mall to buy some pants to buy some slacks yes <laughs> so i actually thought if we're if we're talking about like the funniest parts that we found i i thought that just like the the whole adult going with his mom to buy pants was just funny you know that that was a funny part to me because that was that's such a kid thing you know when you're you know getting ready to go back to school with that was always like we have to go buy you some pants mm-hmm. like don't i have pants like How? we're not just shopping we're on a mission yeah for pants, pants. yeah <laughs> um but yeah and i guess you know there's just a lot of nitpicky things that i i had problems with like the fact that she was she had to fire someone. It's like, you know, it, I, I I always have a problem with trying to, like, drawing the line between, you know, yes, it's a TV show and reality, but in this day and age, people just know it's, you know, you're not just going to assign someone, you know, to, oh, go fire that guy. It's human resources. Like, mm-hmm. there's, you know, it's... So that that whole thing just felt forced. Like, oh, let's let's add. We we have to add one more thing. We need a thing for her to mess up to while do. she's in the Uber. Yeah, so what can we, we'll have high. her make a phone call. Who could she possibly call? Yeah. Okay, it'll be yeah. She's got to fire someone. That's what we'll do. Because that whole piece, it had nothing to do. It didn't build the story it never in came any back way. Around. Yeah, it was just a thing that got thrown in so she could have that conversation in the Uber. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. This, Like I said, this was a tough one. Yeah. I'm Overall, I'm disappointed. I think I probably set my expectations a little bit too high on this one because of mm. Judd Apatow. You let me down, Judd. <laughs> so yeah, this was thing. my pick, and I feel like I, I let down the team on this one. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. I mean, you know, I... I brought nylon to the table. You so, did, you did. So, so. This, you know, we're you know we're gonna have our peaks and our valleys. Um, so, but you know, the same thing. Like you hear Judd Apatow and you think, you know, freaks and geeks, forty-year-old virgin. I mean, he's done some funny, yes, stuff. good stuff, real, true comedy. Yeah, this was just a miss. Yeah. I, I I don't know anyone like until you brought this to the table. Or suggested this to to watch and review. I had never heard of it when you know I was like, oh, is this something new? And yes, technically it's new, but it's been out for six, seven months. 
And and, and no one's been buzzing no, about it. No yeah. buzz about it whatsoever. Yeah. No one's talking about this show. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't think either of us could recommend <laughs> even giving this um, uh, a watch. It, there's really no redeeming value to this show whatsoever. You know, un- unless you've you know you're super bored and maybe you want to see where the series goes. I mean the the whole ep- this whole the whole season's up there. So you know, hey, if it gets better, let us know. But I don't think we're gonna find out on our own. And that's a good point. If you watch it and it does get better, seriously, let us know. Because sometimes shows, you know, they they don't kill it on the first episode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to stick with it. But that's the point of our show is we're not necessarily yeah. sticking with it. We're watching just the first show. Although, I, I think it, it, it's a different game nowadays where... Yes, back in the day, you know, they would film a pilot first, and they might not film, you know, once it got picked up. You know, it could be it could be a couple of months in between the, when the pilot first aired or when it was first filmed and picked up and they started the series. So that gives them time to make changes or anything like that. Whereas these Netflix shows, the entire series or season is filmed at once. Mm-hmm. So there really is no time to make changes I feel. Yeah. Like cuz cuz the entire series is is dumped on Netflix and you know people can give you know can can review it, can review episodes and the critics can talk about it, but it's too late to make any changes because the, sh- the your show's out there. Your your team's on the field. Yeah. You know, there the only thing you can do is you know if you get picked up for a second season or a following season is to make changes that way, but you know it's it's kind of a different game now with the with the streaming services that just put all their shows up at once. And I I also think to a certain extent you kind of do have to knock it out of the park on that first episode because there's just so many ways to get. TV these days. You know, you yeah. have all the standard shows and all the cable shows, the Netflix originals and Hulu and mm-hmm. Yahoo and just there's so many just avenues out there mm-hmm. that shoot, if if somebody doesn't like that first episode, they're going to move on to, you know, hundreds of other shows that they can yeah. choose. So, which is you what know, we're going to do. <laughs> exactly, we are moving on. Yes, definitely moving on. So, yeah, that's a so you know, fortunately that's a thumbs down for love. But like we said, if that you know changes at all, if you decide to give it a try, maybe it's a you know it's a project for you to watch or a fixer upper, and you think it gets better, let us know, and maybe we'll take another crack at it. So sounds good. Anything else we want to listen? I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is probably gonna be our shortest episode because there's just nothing to talk about yeah. here. I've got uh, hardly anything in my notes, and we covered it all. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. Yeah, all my notes are have been gone over. So, um, I'll just you know real quick since I don't I don't know if I've ever gone over all the avenues where you can find us. Um, our website is pilotseasontv.blogspot.com, and our email is pilotseasonpodcast at gmail.com, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, Tumblr, and Stitcher. 
just look for Pilot Season Podcast, and you should find us. And that's about it. So if you you know if you want to follow us on any of those social media sites, or you know those are different ways you can listen to the show, you know feel free and you know give us your feedback and let us know how we're doing. Or if you have any suggestions for you know future episodes, let us know. So sounds good. All right. Well, this has been the Pilot Season Podcast, Episode Seven. I'm Dan. And I'm Jen. And we'll see you next time. See ya.